0: So that's why I think we are going to see the market slow again, because people are going to get another kind of shock of, well, last month I could buy 600. Now I'm down to 550. Yeah. Uh, like what's going on? And that's going to, you know, if less people are able to buy at those higher prices, then we're going to see prices come down. But then I think that's also going to create opportunities for people that have been waiting to be like, wow, we can now get this place at 550. And that's going to start people getting out shopping. And then when people get out shopping and the supply comes off the off the market, then Again, less yeah. supply, same demand. It's going to drive prices up. You're
1: listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today.
0: Yes, it's always Greg live from his interpretive dance studio. Uh, if you're listening, go to the video because you got to see this. Uh, we're back. It's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. We're buzzing. We're buzzing another week, another week in the year, another week of interesting developments in the real estate world. My name is Paul Stevenson. I'm uh, joined by Greg Campbell, David Warren, seemingly not with us today. He may slide in. We're not sure. Uh, he's uh, he's traveling, so uh, he's got his hands full, from what we understand. So um, just going to be the two of us, but we got lots to cover, and we're ready. We're ready, uh, Greg. Tell me about your weekend i know you had a lot of you had a few things going on yeah i had a i had a great weekend i had a dj
1: um well it's a gaia fest was on it's a kind of a spiritual event um out at the gaia wellness retreat in wakefield so um my friends put it together and one's in charge of kind of like having like you know uh, healing workshops yoga um amazing food they have like booths um all sorts of little things going on and then there's music live music well dj sets and some live music for two and a half days it was great i played on the saturday afternoon for an hour and a half it was was fun lake sun people great energy and
0: um yeah that's what i did
1: that was was a perfect weekend weekend.
0: actually uh much better than today i think friday was supposed to be a disaster too i had a similar friday i was at a uh golf tournament for the boys and girls club the agnes of boys and girls club so we were actually doing a fundraiser in memory of a gentleman by the name of Joe Granada. So anyone listening knows Joe. Uh, Joe was a huge, uh, he was a huge influence and and really helped out the project early on. He actually helped build the, went there in the very beginning, about 12, 13 years ago, built the original basketball court with Jimmy, who who kind of runs the uh, the nonprofit. And uh, it was just an awesome day. We had, you know, over 100, 140 golfers out, uh, raised tens of thousands. Like it was just awesome. And the yes. weather just cleared up. Like we were saying, we kind of laugh and say, Joe, Joe threw in a favor, asked for a favor, because uh, it was supposed to be raining all afternoon, thunderstorms, we were worried it might get cancelled, and then it just turned out to be just a beautiful, perfect day, so saw some old friends I hadn't seen since college days, which was really nice, oh, wow. and uh, it was just a great day, The auction was a success, uh, very happy <laughs> with some takeaways, and um, yeah, all in all, great day, great weekends, and uh, happy to hear Guy Fess. And well, I disappointed we couldn't make it up there, but it was... Uh, it's a full weekend, so I'm. Uh, we'll yeah. be there next year. We'll be there next yeah, year. Yeah, next
1: year we're going to definitely do the, we're going to stay uh, over for the three days. We're going to camp and uh, just experience the full, go Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday night. That's awesome. It's worth it. It's just, I mean, if the weather's right, it's just totally worth it. It's such a beautiful place.
0: It is, yeah. Photos look great. Yeah. I, uh, I'm excited as well to announce uh, today that my I launched my new website today. So just uh, paulstevenson.ca, very easy to remember. Uh, I got some great calculators on there. So anyone listening wants to see, you know, what they pre-approved for or want to get a conversation going, uh, you can just visit that website and uh, reach out. Reach out and touch me.
1: Do you, remember, you <laughs> remember the show, Read All About It? Uh, no, I don't. It was, it was like, I don't know, late 70s, early 80s kids show. Reading Rainbow? And there was this guy, there was this guy. He was kind of like the bad guy Dunedin. Dunedin and but when you would see it it was like one of the, it was just his head it's like I feel like I'm Dunedin right now <laughs> so I'm going Paul tell us about your mortgage calculators this look is amazing
0: or, okay. or uh the Power Rangers when they had that I forget what his name was at the floating head there. They used to talk sure. about I
1: mean there's tons of floating heads as like oh, lots of floating head. heads and oh, now Greg Campbell added yeah, to the
0: mix that's me I'm the so, floating head today real estate this week you know yeah. we we uh we were seeing it we're seeing it. Things are picking up a little bit. Everyone's heading back to school next week. Labor Day's Monday. And uh, the tide seemingly is shifting slightly. What are you seeing? How do you feel? You know, <laughs> I mean,
1: I want to say that regardless of this rate hike, I think September's and October going into, into Christmas is going to be okay. I think people are going to come back and start shopping again. August has been extremely slow. Yeah, Everybody's been enjoying the summer. And I know people are sitting here thinking, waiting for things to get lower. And I'm not saying that they're not necessarily going to drop a little bit more. But if the buyers come back, you know, where, what happens? You know, it's, uh, I don't think we're going to hit pre-pandemic prices ever. I think we're still going to stay above that. This is my opinion obviously i could be wrong um you know i think that's actually a great way to segue into that question
0: uh, yeah we had what's a... the question on youtube yeah the question was from uh, donald he says another interest rate hike another interest hike in september and you still expect prices to go up this fall greg already said if interest rates go up prices go down and vice versa how does it even make sense make it make sense yeah so basically <laughs> the question
1: I am Dunedin. <laughs> so the uh, the way it makes sense is that if the, the interest rates go up, the prices go down. But if the buyers come back, like we expect, then what does that look like? It means that I think the prices will stay the same or it could push some of them back up again. And it also reflects on our comments where the stalemate is kind of happening now where uh, sellers are just not having the list price drop to where it was for the people that had to sell in the summer they had to sell so they sold for less but some of these sellers now are just like there's no way so they're all kind of it just seems like there's this collective of sellers that are listing their properties around the same same price and they're just Mm -hmm. waiting now whether they drop a lot sooner or later i mean it could happen obviously But I mean, um, a lot of these people don't have to sell. They might even just list, they might take it off the market if it doesn't sell. They have bottom lines, they have things in mind. So I don't think, uh, I don't think there's anything really in favor for the buyers here. You know, I think it's going to be the same scenario where uh, the buyers are just going to have to, if they want to buy, they're going to have to buy. If they don't, they don't. Another thing that I'm seeing uh, a, a massive influx flux in right now is rentals. I cannot believe the amount of rentals that just came out this week. Mm. In Canada alone, dude, Canada alone, 43 new rentals in the last seven
0: days. Wow. In the last week, 43. <laughs> and that's what, that's what style of home or all? That's
1: everything. That's all rentals, but that's 43. So think of this. 43 new rentals in the last seven days in Canada, 54 total of those uh, 11 that are still available. They've all reduced their price Mm. and they've been on the market for an average of about 45 days. Those, uh, those other rentals. So now they're realizing, Oh, well we overshot and now we can't rent with all these new ones coming out. So we have to drop our price.
0: I have been seeing a lot more for rent realtor signs those were you know i feel like a couple of years ago we saw a few here and there but now i've definitely noticed it i was down near my parents place in beacon hill and uh we i couldn't believe how many there was just for rent for rent for rent um and i don't know what 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 do you think what's your thinking behind why people are listing them for rent as opposed to for sale if they're if that is the case like if they're, if they're holding out waiting either, for the market
1: to turn possibly I mean, if they can carry both properties, you know, keep one as a rental, that, mm-hmm. a, you know, that is a good call. Like I think that is what's happening. Some of these people are realizing that they can't sell their house for um, the price that they wanted, so they're renting it and trying to get the most money that they can um, until the market turns in a couple years in their favor again, and then they can sell it at what they need, or they maybe just rent it for a year and then sell it. Who knows? Um, But that's definitely a big part of it. I haven't personally dealt with that yet, but I'm sure that there's tons of people doing that right now.
0: We had a conversation this week too. I had a a friend of mine who was asking, it's like, you know, kind of what we said, again, speaking to that question about, you know, interest rates going up and prices coming down and and what gives. And, you know, a good way to think about it, I think for buyers too, is if you're going to pay, let's just say an extra $5,000 a year in interest, by you're buying a home that's maybe, what in some cases, $50,000 less than it was six months ago, uh, so you pay that extra $5,000 a year. So let's just say it's an additional $25,000 over the five years. The ver- I mean, I won't say it's a guarantee, but there's a very strong likelihood that your home is going to go up more than that $25,000 over those five years. You know, so sure. the extra money you're paying now in interest, the home is going to appreciate. Like if the prices start to come back up again, you might be concerned, well, the, you know, we're going to be paying an extra two $300 a month, whatever that is. But if the home is going to increase in value let's just say another fifty thousand over the next five years hypothetically um even 25 even if it's a break even you know it's just i think people see the high interest rates they get scared they see prices coming back up they're going to get scared uh or at least maybe hesitant and it's one of those things like we've been saying if you if it's a good like if if you have to buy a home buy one but certainly don't try to time the market i i released an article today i'd encourage people to to look it up on well on my website actually paulstevenson.ca to plug it again but if you go to my linkedin too uh i posted an article there just talking about like the the trying to time the market any market whether it be an investment market or the real estate market is near impossible to get it right at the bottom you can be you know you can have all the knowledge in the world and have millions of followers listening to your advice and you're still not going to time it perfectly there's no way to no. to actually time the market perfectly so look at the numbers look at the stats this is the first dip we've seen in however many years, uh, and we keep saying it. And I think Greg, there was an article you saw recently that actually kind of you know, parroted everything that we have been saying, that this is one of like a very good opportunity to buy. Prices are low. The supply is very likely gonna get scarce again in the winter. There's still gonna be a lot of demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, interest rates are likely gonna go up, if not guaranteed to go up in September and probably next week, a week and a half. We'll know. On yeah. the 8th, we'll know. I think that is going to drive prices up or sorry, I think that's going to, it's definitely going to drive rates up for sure. Well, we'll increase rates, which I think is going to slow demand temporarily, but I would say October, November, I think we're going to see, uh, I think we're going to see things start to increase again. And I think we're coming very much to the bottom of the, the bottom of the barrel, as far as the prices. And again, I don't have a crystal ball, uh, Greg, I know you do, but, I do. um,
1: thank you, Paul. <laughs> for the crystal ball
0: <laughs> but uh but i do think that uh i do think that the the rising interest rates is going to be one of those things that we just people the last one being increasing by a full percent i think was a big shock um and i think it really made people analyze what does that actually mean for me this increased interest rate how is this going to impact me so i think the next one if it's a half percent even three quarters of a percent i or I don't think it's going to have as much of a shock factor for people. So I don't think it's going to have as much of a dip, but I do think the market will dip slightly. And then I think we'll see it start to come up again, kind of October, November. And then in the new year, I think January, we're going to see a big explosion again. And again, I I can't guarantee it, but that's just my feeling based on the last couple of years of how the market has gone. I think after the holidays come January, everything's going to, we're going to see prices go up. And I think 2023 is going to be a very, uh, a very strong year for for increased values just because of again if we can get through the fall without taking a step back from the um the uh, health concerns uh just don't want the video to get flagged so the health concerns that yeah. uh, could come in the fall um yeah. i think we i think we should be good in january that's that's what i think
1: and it's true that's a whole other thing like you know i talk to people sometimes and they're still convinced that this is just the beginning of like the end of money, basically. Like mm-hmm. you know, estate is done. Um, you know the markets are done, uh, and then you know the people with the money are going to come in and buy up everything, um, putting home buyers, uh, you know, you, even further out of out out of reach because they just can't afford anything because of like some massive recession that comes. And you know what I mean? It's all. You know, you you look at cycles, you can think theory, you can hypothesize all sorts of stuff. But the bottom line is like we're here right now. Uh, you know, we're pretty accurate in the things that we've been predicting as, as times have changed. Uh, of course, as we say, <laughs> and we always get, tell people that we do not have that crystal ball. Um, but I, I'm with you on, on what you're saying here, Paul. Like if if it just, the way that it, it seems to be going is exactly what you're saying. I agree with it
0: 100%. And what does that mean for the market, I guess, right? If that happens, like what what all the people that are sitting on the side, all the buyers that are that are waiting. And I, I know I've, I've talked to people that have actually said that exact term, like we're sitting on the sidelines. Like that is the verbiage they're That's using. The I'm not making that up myself. Like that is them saying we're sitting on the sideline we're gonna wait and see what happens, and then the thing is, once things start to come up again, they're not gonna take action right away, likely, right? They're gonna wait oh. a while, and then if prices get out of hand, then they're not gonna be able to buy. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, we, I feel like we we kind of talk in circles. It seems like the same conversation we have every week. So <laughs> I apologize to uh, to our listeners for that, but it is. I mean, it's just it's a very interesting market right now. Like typically, there's uh. There's a lot of things that are coming about. I had a lot of clients reaching out, you know, we're renewing next year, where are rates going? You know, renewing kind of, you know, October, November of 2023 and wondering like, should we be breaking now? Should we be waiting? Um, There's a lot of uncertainty. For anyone in that situation, just I might as well, you know, for our listeners who are in that situation, if you're in a variable rate right now, I would say, well, actually, if you're in any rate right now, depending on if you're renewing end of next year, I would say it's best right now to hold the course. Like the the very strong likelihood is that we will see rates come down again next year. We've seen fixed rates come down slightly with the Canadian mortgage bond decreasing. Um, Variable rates are going to go up again in September as we just discussed. But I think that'll be the last rate hike. I think after the Mm -hmm. next one, I think they've seen inflation tame slightly with the most recent hike. I think this one is going to bring it to a standstill as well. I think it'll slow the market even further temporarily as i mentioned and then i think we're going to see rates balance out i think fixed rates will actually come down which will then also make a lot of people flood into fixed rates which i think will then uh, also help bring the uh, the variable rates down in the coming 12 months so if you're renewing end of next year like i would just hold the course and and see where things like because i think we're going to see rates come down next year
1: let me let me ask you this paul so if you know, you've got people coming to you for a rate right now. Let's like say that, that new client that we're both working with here, they come to you, they need a new rate. And that's a that's a 120-day hold on that rate, correct?
0: No. So there, that is actually a pretty common misconception. So we can do it. Yes, we can lock in the rate. Mm-hmm. Most lenders will actually premium the rate if we do that. So if you could get a contract rate of, say, four and a half, they'll say, yeah, we'll give you a pre-approval, but we're going to lock it in you know, at 485 or 49 or whatever. Right. So it's, you're not getting the actual rate that you'd be getting on the contract most of the time. Uh, also on top of that, the pre-approval we do compared to the bank, our pre-approval, so long as there's no financial um, like material change. So if you're, you know, if you change jobs or you get a new car loan or, you know, you take on a large amount of debt, that is obviously going to impact your pre-approval. Mm-hmm. But assuming you're in the same job, nothing's changed, no new debts, et cetera. Your pre-approval is essentially good, indefinitely like it's not going to change that much the one thing that does change it is when rates change so for example september 8th if variable rates go up again then anyone who's been pre-approved in a variable rate we have to now basically re-pre-approve them because in a
1: variable rate but if they if they get if they get a hold on a fixed rate that'll stay
0: That'll stay for 120 days. If we So as a broker, we have obviously a multitude of lenders. So if we want to lock it in for pre-approval, we have to send it to one specific lender. So I'd have to send it to bank ABC. And then bank ABC is the only one holding that rate. So if rates go up, yes, we can still hold that rate, but you have to then go to that lender, right? So And uh,
1: and whatever the terms are of that lender.
0: Exactly. And as mentioned, most of them will actually add a bit of a premium, whether it be a quarter percent or anything to kind of build in a buffer so that if rates do go up, they're not getting stuck with that with that bag um so yeah so i mean the the, you know to answer your question greg like the the biggest impact is going to be in september anyone we're pre-approving right now again i know we've dealt with a few clients this week when in the last week when we uh when i pre approve someone based on a variable rate i have to do essentially two pre-approvals one for variable rate one for fixed rate and then we have to look at, uh, we have to pre-approve them based on a qualifying rate of, of 2% higher than what their actual rate is going to be. So for fixed rates, you know, we're, we're pre-approving them at 6.6, somewhere in there right now, 6.5, 6.6. And then on the, on the variable rates, we're still looking at 5.8, uh, somewhere in that range, 5.8 to 6%. So if variable rates go up another half percent, then that 5.8 is now going to be 6.365. So we're going to be pre-approving people at a higher rate. And if the rate's higher, that means their payment's higher from a qualifying standpoint, which means that their buying power decreases. So that's why I think we are going to see the market slow again because people are going to get another kind of shock of, well, last month I could buy 600. Now I'm down to 550. Uh, Like what's going on? And that's going to, you know, if less people are available to buy at those higher prices then we're going to see prices come down. But then I think that's also going to create opportunities for people that have been waiting to be like, wow, we can now get this place at five fifty, and that's going to start people getting out shopping. And then when people get out shopping and the supply comes off the bit off the market, then again, less supply, same demand. It's going to drive prices up again. So
1: I think, and I think that people are over that shock. Like you said, I, I think we're over the initial shock. So I think even the next bump, I don't think it's going to be have as big of an impact as the last one did. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be like, I think people are expecting it. And I, I, like you said, it might slow it for a minute, but it's just going to be a recalibration. Not like we've been seeing this summer. I mean, everybody's just been out doing their thing. So I think even like my clients that I'm working with that are, are waiting, you know, I'm um, like, I know they're going to be going back to whoever they're working with and getting a a next pre-approval. Um, but they're pretty much ready to go on, on whatever that is. And if that's me with, with my guys, I mean, we're not the only people buying, right?
0: Yes. Well, like you said, I think you said maybe a month or so ago, you're like, if I have four to six clients that are all sitting on the sideline waiting, but still ready to shop and every realtor in the city is doing that, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of,
1: that's insane.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of clients waiting, keeping their eye on things, seeing where prices go, waiting to pull the trigger and um everyone's gonna have the same idea like everyone's gonna come flooding back at the same time i believe and that's gonna just like we said a lot of people start buying multiple it'll offers at least, drives prices at least up least and then... keep
1: the prices where they are man
0: yeah like, you know
1: this uh this additional drop of 10 15 you know I, I mean i don't know it's the bigger markets you know they always talk it's toronto and vancouver that they always talk about so ottawa's different ball game. but in this this article It's pretty cool what they say in the Canadian press, like it's welcome news, uh, you know, the market, hold on, let me just go back here. After fueling, blah, 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 real estate is showing signs of weakness as home prices fall and bidding wars dissipate. We all know that, that's old news. It's welcome news for prospective buyers hoping for a better price, but as the busy fall season nears, the busy fall season nears. Oh, right, so it doesn't slow down in the summer, right? No, that doesn't happen. As the busy fall season nears, as the Canadian press is saying, as we say on TOREP, uh, realtors and economists are at odds over how long the pricing slide will last and how low it will go. Mm -hmm. The fall is going to be interesting because we're going to see probably more buyers jumping into the market and you don't need a ton more buyers to provide a little bit more stability to prices. There we go. It's like you said, Paul, they've been watching TOREP and now they're quoting us without giving us credit, basically. (laughs) This is the Canadian press. You know, could be. Just a little bump in demand could be the difference between home selling in three, four weeks versus selling in two weeks or selling a lot faster. Um, well, that's which, the other
0: thing too. You, you've been talking about 35 days on market. Like maybe. if you have more people out there shopping, that 35 can easily become 25, 20, like it can draw. But I, I don't think we're going to see, you know, that five days on market or whatever that, that was happening in January, 2021, no, 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 that that was an anom- a complete anomaly. But even going down to 20 or 25, I mean, that, that makes a massive difference to the... To the way people are negotiating and, and prices and everything else we finally hit like 35 days on 36 days on market average in the suburbs mm-hmm. right now can you give or- it yeah do you have the stats there for the yeah, i've
1: got some like rough stats here like orleans is the highest 43 days on market and that's for all pro- all product um across the board so we're, i'm talking like low like condos condo towns towns detached everything i just did kind of like um a broad perspective here. So we've got the average list sales price in Orleans right now is 635,000, uh, 43 days on market. Um, Canada, Stitzville, 31 days on market, 721,000 is the average. So Canada's as usual is, is the highest. That's mm-hmm. not going to change. Parhaven average 33 days on market, 658,000 average. So, you know, that's, that's where we're at right now. And I think those are good numbers. Those are good averages. And for it to go much lower than that, I don't know, man. I I don't think it's going to drop much more than that. I think, you know, kanata Stitzville might hit the 700,000. They may go a little bit lower than that. But, I mean, to hit below 600 for any of these, I think, is wishful thinking. It's possible, but I I just can't see it um, as an average. That's my
0: that's my opinion, anyways. Says the talking head. Says the talking head. Big. This is a big uh, a big deal coming up though. We got today is we today we went Gretzky as I said last week. We're going Gretzky episode ninety nine. Next week is episode one hundred, which is. Uh, pretty awesome i know we've been doing this for over five years now which is mind-blowing and to think we used to do this in person is even more hilarious um but let's let, let's
1: be honest though paul we've been really doing this aggressively for about two years two years two, two
0: years weeks. yeah two years 50 weeks to be 50 <laughs> to be years. exact 50 weeks. uh i know yeah. A hundred weeks. Wow. I'm 100. wrong. I'm thinking 52 weeks. My math yet. is terrible. I don't even Good know. Good at numbers, this guy. Good at numbers. Call me for a mortgage. <laughs> um, hundred episodes next week. So we're actually going to do something a little different. We're going to do, we're going to go back to the live. Like we did a couple weeks ago. Love it. Uh, live 7.00 PM on YouTube. We're going to do a live Q and A. We're hoping Dave's going to join us from his uh, vacation. If not, it'll be Greg and I will have both sides covered. Uh, live Q&A, 7 p.m. on YouTube. And if you go to the YouTube page, just literally type in the Auto Real Estate Podcast if you're not already watching there. If you subscribe, then you'll be notified when we do go live. So uh, if you're like me and you forget things on Mondays, uh, sometimes uh, it's nice to have that reminder. Uh, and if you haven't already, leave us a review and uh, you know subscribe and, and comment and so on. We love the comments. It's great. It gives us uh, good questions to answer. and. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it is uh, some weeks, as we said, August has been pretty slow. So these sorts of questions uh, that, you know, when we say something, it sparks an idea inside your head. We want to hear that uh, and we can certainly expand on it. And sometimes obviously we're not perfect. We try to explain something and it might seem really clear and obvious to us. Uh, And as a listener, you might have absolutely like we might confuse you even more than uh, than we're educating you. So we want to make sure that you're you're being properly educated and we are uh, offering you um, knowledge. Knowledge. Uh, Knowledge, that's all. Power. It's
1: Knowledge is king. Yeah. Deliver it on the tour rep. <laughs> on the on the tour rep. On, on the tour rep. Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. I'm pumped for the live. I'm pumped for the live stream. I love it. I think the interaction is amazing. I think, I feel that we should do a giveaway of some kind.
0: I was thinking that too. Yeah, I was actually thinking that uh, when I was running the other day. I was thinking either a, a gift card giveaway. Um, some sort of, uh, or ca- even just a cash prize, you know? I was thinking something, and, and listeners too, give us your comments on this. I was thinking if you comment on the video or if you ask a question during the live show, we'll basically assign a number to your, to your name. We'll do a random draw live on the screen so you can see what your number is, who you are. Uh, you know what? And we'll give it away at the, on the show live.
1: I know what the prize is. What is it? The prize... Is dinner with Greg and Paul? <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm in. <laughs> that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, a dinner with to- a dinner, dinner out with. And, and we
1: get we get two <laughs> two winners, two winners. Yeah, two 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 names drawn. Dinner with Greg and Paul <laughs> at in. Walesbone.
0: At Walesbone. At Walesbone. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, so thanks again to our listeners. Tune in next week, Wednesday. Sorry, Monday, not Wednesday. Monday, seven PM, live on YouTube. We're going to do a and A. We're hoping Dave's going to join us. Uh, I know he is away, and he's actually a few hours ahead, so it's yeah. going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to try to twist his arm, get him on here. It'll, uh, it'll be great to have all three of us on the. would be great to have all three of us on the hundredth episode. And big thank, you know, this is a big milestone for us as well, and we just want to say big thanks to, uh, to Stephen Hopkins. And to all our listeners for uh, for getting us to this point. Be sure to subscribe. You'll get the notification. Uh, be sure to check out my uh, my new website. Did you know I had a new website, Greg? I, heard about, that. I heard about that. And uh, that's it. That's it for this week.
1: That's we'll be great. back
0: next week live. Do we I'm have mood boosts
1: today or we no mood boosts? We do
0: have mood boosts. Okay. <laughs> Completely forgot about them, though. I was <laughs> like, wait a minute. I'm, like, we're, I'm forgetting something. We usually do something at the end here. Uh, so number one, What kind of bird doesn't know the words to their own song? A hummingbird. Mm -hmm. Hummingbird. Mm -hmm. Number two. I was told there was a shark attack today. Scary. The shark took out his whole left side. I couldn't believe it when they told me he was all right.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yes.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. And, And number three. I thought I'd won the argument with my wife as to how to arrange the dining room furniture. But when I got home, the tables were turned. (laughs) A Few puns today, few puns. Uh, Shout out to North Brew, North Brew Coffee. Go to northbrew.ca, use the promo code podcast. They're gonna give you 20% off your coffee order and 20% of your order goes towards helping the Ottawa homeless community. So great coffee great cause see you next week live Monday 7pm YouTube co-rep Greg Campbell Paul Stevenson David Warren see you later
1: thanks for tuning in everyone we hope you enjoyed today's episode please remember to like share comment and subscribe because we'd really like that